Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Our beloved uh, listeners, uh, this is uh, a continuation from our last uh, week's uh, uh, advices about the virtues of Jummah. Last week we spoke about two virtues, which was uh, the salutations of the Prophet and uh, the moment of acceptance. So now I ask the listeners to make uh, to send the root upon our beloved Muhammad sallallahu Let's send the, the root upon Muhammad sallallahu اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم. Now today we continue with our third virtue. The hadith appears in Muslim of Imam Ahmed. The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said, من غسل يوم الجمعة, that person will perform غسل on a Friday. كعب أحبار رحمة الله عليه used to say, حق على كل عالم أن يغتسل يوم الجمعة كإغتساله من الجنابة. That every Muslim should take the ghusl like they would ideally do once he's coming out of the state of impurity. To take that ghusl, that is, in other words, that's the correct and the complete ghusl. Man ghusl yawm al-jum'ah, the person who performs a ghusl, wa massa min tibin in kana lahu, then he applies his ether, his perfumes of his body, wa labisa min ahsani thiyahi, and he makes it a point to wear the best clothing that he has. Now let me share with the beloved listeners another hadith that the Prophet wasallam said, and this hadith appears in Abu Dawood. The Prophet wasallam said, مَا عَلَىٰ أَحَدِكُمْ لَوِ اشْتَرَىٰ ثَوْبَيْنِ سِوَىٰ ثَوْبَيْنِ حِنَتِهِ That there is no harm on you and it doesn't cost, constitute any wasting if you keep a garment exclusively for Friday. There is no harm on you if you keep a garment exclusively for Friday, apart from the other regular clothing that you, are, you wear with your daily activities. It's a mark of respect for Friday. However, the Prophet has told us in other hadith to keep a garment exclusively exclusively for the night before the occasion, the night after uh, after the occasion. Obviously, this is extravagance. But it is not an act of extravagance to keep an exclusive outfit. Let me add by asking our beloved listeners, what wrong would it cause you, how much harm would it make to your life if you leave your house early in the morning, normally people keep their suits at the back of the car, to at least Keep the Islamic garb at the back of your car. I understand the challenges in the commercial world, the corporate world. You might have a code of conduct that you, are, you have to adhere to and to, to comply to in regards to your appearance. But what is it so difficult, my beloved listeners, if I may ask you that before you come uh, into the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, at least put on your headgear, you take off your tie, you roll up your trousers above your ankle. You put on the Islamic gab. The Prophet said, And then he comes to the masjid with dignity. Then he performs salah. Then he doesn't cause discomfort or harm anyone. Now, the scholars of the hadith is explode the context of this word. It refers to as it appears in the hadith of Bukhari, فَلَا يُفَرِّقُ بَيْنَ اثْنَيْنِ He doesn't walk in late 
separating two people. It doesn't scale the shoulders of the people. My beloved listeners, the brother is walking from the rear to the front. He is scaling the shoulders of the people. He is appeasing himself. But the hadith says, you have destroyed your reward. I ask you, imagine you got a surgery or you got a shop. Somebody, he jumps the queue and he does this every week. He walks in late. He scales the shoulders. He doesn't respect the people that came early. And he just walks in and says, make space for me. I need to perform my salah. The Prophet ﷺ says, he walks in late, separates two people, he destroyed the reward. Allah grants us the understanding, and we need to do what the Prophet ﷺ has told us. He doesn't separate between two people. Then what does he do? He puts on the best clothing. He applies the aitar. He comes to the masjid. He observes silence once the imam has commenced the khutbah. Tell him all the sins committed from last Friday to this Jumu'ah has been forgiven. And the next narration, Abdul Razak, he says, I heard from Ma'mar. He said, I heard from Yahya bin Kathir. He said, I heard from Abu Qilaba. He said, I heard from Ash'ad, Abu Al-Ash'ad Asunani. He said, I heard from Aus ibn Aus. He said, I had the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying, Man ghassala wa ghtasala wa bakara wa ghtakara wa dana min al-imam. He who performs the ghusl and then he hastens to the masjid. He sits early. He listens attentively. Kana lahu bikulli khutwatin yakhtuha siyasanatin wa qiyamuha. Tell him every step he secures the reward of one year fasting and one year ibadah. The next hadith appears in Bukhari. Abu Huraira radiyallahu anhu is the narrator. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, وَإِذَا كَانَ يَوْمُ الْجُمْعَةِ قَامَ عَلَى كُلِّ بَابٍ مِّنْ أَبْوَانِ الْمَسْجِدِ مَلَائِكَةِ That the angels spread out on earth. They secure all the entrances of every masjid. يَكْتُبُونَ الْأَوَّلَ فَالْأَوَّلِ Writing, recording who comes early. What does the Prophet say? The one who comes out first, he gets the reward of giving a camel. The one who comes second, he gets the reward of sacrificing a cow. And the one who comes out third, he gets the reward of sacrificing a sheep. And then the Prophet wasallam narrows it down to a chicken and even likewise to an egg, and said, فَإِذَا جَلَسَ الْإِمَامِ When the imam sits on the member, the books, the registers are closed, they are shut down, and the angels listen to the khutbah. Now let me tell you one of the greatest virtues of early arrival for Jummah. It's not getting uh, parking inside the masjid. Now you come early, you get parking inside, no, my beloved listeners, Wallah, you will get packing by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I quote to you, Bayhaqi narrated, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud makes mention of it. One person by the name of Al-Qama ibn Qais, he says, Ruhtu ma'a Abdullah ibn Mas'ud ila Jum'ah. He says, myself and Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, we went for Jum'ah. فَوَجَدَ ثَلَاثَةً قَدْ سَبَقُوهُ When we got there, we found three people had come to Jum'ah. 
before us, prior to us. So Abdullah bin Mas'ud, he walked in and he said, Rabi'u Arba'ah, okay, that makes us four. Hopefully four is not so bad. So I asked Abdullah bin Mas'ud, what are you talking about? He said, Sami'tu Rasulallah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yaqul, inna al-nasa yajlisuna yawm al-qiyamati min Allah, biqadri rawahihim ila al-jum'ah. الأول ثم الثاني ثم الثالث ثم الرابع وما أربع رابعة ببعير أهذا الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم saying people will be graded and they will be granted the closeness and nearness of Allah سبحانه وتعالى on the day of قيامة in proportion to the early arrival for جماعة ابن كثير أنا بتفسير هذه الآية للذين أحسن الحسن وزيادة Allah says those who obey me, they will get paradise, and besides that, we've got something extra for them. The hadith is mentioned when the dwellers of Jannah will enter Jannah, and when the dwellers of hell will enter hell. May Allah save us from being the, the, the dwellers of Jahannam. Nada Munadin, the announcer, the caller will announce, Inna lakum That Allah has one more promise to fulfill with you. So the dwellers of Jannah will say, Alam yuthaqil mawazinana, Alam yubayyid wujuhana, wa yudikhillan jannah. But Allah gave us all what is outstanding, what is outstanding. Fayakshifu hijab riwayat of Muslim, the veils will be removed. Fama a'atahum Allahu shay'an ahabba ilayhim, wala aqarra li a'yunihim minan nadri ilayh. The entire jannah will be mesmerized. They will be elated, they will be reverted, they will be gripped at the grandeur, the greatness, the magnanimity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And under the commentary of the, of the ayah, Allah says, I got something special for you. I got something extra for you. Ibn Kathir says, يَظْهَرُ الرَّبُّ عَزَّ وَجَلَّ فِي كُلِّ جُمْعَةٍ It refers to the fact that on every Friday there will be a fresh reflection or a renewal of Allah's contract where he will reveal his countenance to the creation. This will happen on a Friday, and this is the honor and the virtue of a Friday. That is why the Prophet ﷺ told us that Yawmul Jum'ah, Yawmu Eidin. Ibn Abid Dunya, he made mention of a, per- of a quotation by a person by the name of Asim, he passed away. So some family members seen him in a dream, he asked him, how are you? He said, I'm fine. He said, Aina anta? He said, where are you? He said, Ana fi min jannah. We move around the gardens of Jannah. So this family member of his asked him, Hal ta'lamuna lakum? Listen, I come to your grave and I pray for you. Do you know of my coming? He said, Na'lamu biha We come to know about it on a Friday. And we kept informed and posted, like how we post uh, the, the messages on the media, on all the, the Facebooks and all the, all the Instagrams, just like that, so to say. We are kept posted on your happenings. And we know you come on Fridays. So I said, Is it your physical body that comes to be aware and informed, or is it your... Your soul. He said, The physical body has de- decomposed. It is our souls that 
meet and out of the respect of Friday. On Fridays, we are informed of your coming. And the Prophet said, the day of Friday is the day of, of Eid. فَلَا تَجْعَلُوا يَوْمَ عِيدِكُمْ يَوْمَ صِيَامِكُمْ إِلَّا أَن تَصُومُوا قَبْلَهُ أَوْ تَصُومُوا بَعْدَهُ That is why don't fast on the day of Eid. Don't fast on the day of Friday. Unless you fasted a day before or a day after. The hadith appears in Muslim Sharif. Muhammad ibn Abbas says, سَأَلْتُ جَابِرَ بْنِ عَبْدِ اللَّهِ وَهُوَ يَطُوفُ بِبَيْتِ We were making tawaf and asked Jabir رضي الله عنه أَنَهَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ يَوْمِ الْجُمَعَةِ عَنْ صِيَامِ يَوْمِ الْجُمَعَةِ Did the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم prohibit the fasting on a Friday? He said, نعم ورب هذه البرية I say by the Lord of this Kaaba Indeed, the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم has prohibited it. In fact, one day the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم came to meet Juwariya رضي الله عنه عنها just to understand the significance of this day. The Prophet ﷺ came to meet Juhayriyah. She was fasting. The Prophet ﷺ said, Did you fast yesterday? The right of Bukhari. She said, La. She said, No. Do you have plans to fast tomorrow? She said, La. He ﷺ said, Then break your fast. In the hadith, we also learn what the Sahaba used to eat on a Friday. Allahu Akbar. I quote you the hadith of Bukhari, what Sahaba used to eat on a Friday. Sahal bin Sa'ad, radiyallahu anhu, in a rest, that he says, كانت فينا عجوز, there was an elderly woman in our community, تأخذ من أصول السلخ, she used to take beetroot, فتطرحه في القبر, she used to put it in her pot. She used to take ground barley and mix it, and she had an art of cooking it. When we used to complete our Jumu'ah from the masjid, we would greet this elderly woman, and she would present us with this most beloved, delicious meal. And this is what we used to eat on a Friday. Now the ayat karima which I, like, I recited last week Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu idha nudiya lissalati min yawmi al-jum'ah All you who believe when the adhan is called out on a Friday Fas'aw ila dhikrillah Then make amends to the masjid Hasan towards the order of Allah Wadharu al-bayi' And terminate all forms of trade Transaction All forms of commerce All forms of business And whatever it is this is better for you. When the salah is finished, spread out on earth and search for your sustenance. But when you're searching for your sustenance after Jumu'ah, be conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah categorically says, remember him in abundance. It is mentioned of a sahabi in Ibn Kathir by the name of Iraq ibn Malik. After Jumu'ah Salah, he, he used to go out to the business and he used to say, Allahumma, inni ajabtu da'watak, wa sallaytu faridatak, wa intashartu kama amartani, farzuqni fa'anta khayru al-raziqeen. Oh Allah, I respond to your call. I close my shop early. I perform my prayer. I'm now spreading out to search for the sustenance. Grant me as you promised it.
in, in Ibn Kathir, there is a quotation. Now this, our beloved listeners who, who like it, because anyone, anyone who, they like to hear the immediate return. مَنْ بَاعَ أَوْ اشْتَرَى يَوْمَ الْجُمْعَةِ بَعْدُ الصَّلَاةِ بَارَكَ اللَّهُ لَهُ سَبْعِينَ مَرَّةِ Ibn Kathir recorded this year that the man who closes his shop early in advance, he respects the call of Jumu'ah. This is the quotation of certain pious people. He performs salah, he performs his sunnah salah, and after Jumu'ah, then he goes out to open his shop. The scholars say Allah will grant him 70 times more barakat in earnings after Jumu'ah. Now one day, our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu wasallam was delivering a khutbah it was in the initial stages where salah was performed first. The khutbah was uh, followed thereafter, like we have in Eid today. The salah was over. The first khutbah was concluded. It was the later portion of the second khutbah. The second khutbah is about to be ended, and the caravan of Syria comes to Medina, selling basic necessities, and they had a little belt ring to attract the people. Sahaba, they caught up in a dilemma. There is a drought in Medina. There is shortage of food, provision. Salah is over. The first khutbah is over. It's the later portion of the second khutbah. They debate. You cannot speak because speaking is totally unlawful. Hadith appears that Ubayyub bin Ka'b, he says that I was sitting in the masjid. The Prophet sallallahu recited Surah Tabarak on the member. And Abu Darda is touching me with his finger. And he's saying, The Prophet is reading Tabarak. When did this revelation come? I never heard about it. Kaab telling him, don't, don't talk. After the Salah is over, Ubayyub bin Kaab said, I told him uh, by, by opening, Lagota, by talking, you've uh, destroyed the reward of your total Jumu'ah. He said, I didn't like the, the answer. I want to report him. And I, I said, Look what the stern verdict this, this mufti is issuing. The Prophet وسلم, said, I conquer the verdict of Ubayyub ibn Ka'b. By you asking these things while khutbah is in process, you have destroyed your word. So anyway, in the later portion of the second khutbah, Sahaba debate, and most of them excused themselves from the gathering, with the exception of 12, in which they were the Khulafa al-Rashidin. They excused themselves to buy basic necessities, but at the cost of leaving Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam at the mercy of 12 attentive listeners, it was responding to a call of need because the caravan only coming at that time, but the cost of compromising a minimum portion of the khutbah, it prompted such stern revelation, وَإِذَا رَأَوْ تِجَارَةً When they see business, commerce and trade in Tabbu ilayha, they hasten towards it, وَتَرَكُوكَ قَائِمًا And they abandon your single. قُلْ مَا عِنْدَ اللَّهِ خَيْرٌ مِنَ اللَّهِ وَمِنَ التِّجَارَةِ Say unto them, the sustenance doesn't lie there, but tell them, listen to the khutbah of my Nabi, and I will provide for them divinely. Now the sad reality, my beloved listeners, is that the brothers are strolling the last minute. People might argue that uh, with me that... Uh, the khutbah, uh, that the lecture is not part of the khutbah. Correct, the khutbah is part of the salah. The English lecture is not part of the official Jumu'ah. But do you understand the message of the Arabic khutbah? 
are you taking some spirit, spirituality back home? Many of us, our only bond with Allah, our only contact with Islam is a Friday. Is a Friday. We make it a point to come uh, last and to leave first. You decide from the, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi said, You will be shocked to know how many of our youngsters, they don't listen to the khutbah at all. And it is mind-boggling to know how many people due to work avoid Jummah. Let me tell our beloved listeners that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Stop people from sitting Jum'ah lightly and abandoning it before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala permanently blocks and seals their hearts. And they will never get tawfiq to, to, to reform. Man taraka salata Jum'ah, sabah Allahu ala qalbi. He who misses three Jum'ah, in succession, tell him his heart has been sealed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So let us understand the virtue, the merit, and the importance. If we will respect the Jum'ah in, true, in, in the true sense of the word, hopefully we can be from amongst those fortunate people whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala favors with death on this, on this day. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, and I leave you with this hadith, Tirmidhi has it. Amr ibn al-As radiyallahu anhu is the narrator. He says, Ma min muslimin yamutu yawm al-jum'ah aw laylat al-jum'ah illa waqahu allahu fitnat al-qadri. He who is fortunate to die on a, on a eve of a Friday or on the day of a Friday, telling him his grave is the garden of Jannah before he arrives. There is no question for him. Katab allahu lahu ajru shaheed. He dies as a matter I can't decide when I'm going to die, but I can decide to discipline my life. I can decide to respect my Friday. How many people are there who don't even perform five daily salah on a Juma? If we if we will if we will if we will make a mark of respect respecting one day, there is no uh, news in the house today. There is no sports in the house. There is no newspaper in the house. It is Juma. It is an, a weekly event. It is a weekly bounty from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by me creating that uh, atmosphere of respect and respecting this day of Jum'ah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by his rahmah and shafqa, by his kindness and mercy can make us from amongst those who die on the day of Jum'ah. With this few words, I say, وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَا أَنِ الْحَمْدِ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ And I am asking our beloved uh, Ummah in South Africa, to make du'as for our beloved Ummah in, uh, in Zimbabwe because they are currently going through an unstable economic arena. So I humbly request, uh, uh, ask the brothers and sisters in South Africa, inshallah, to make du'as for the brothers in Zimbabwe. We wait for that uh, moment of acceptance between Asr and Maghrib. And let's not forget to send abundance of salutations upon our beloved Habibna Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with these few words I say wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen